account, I can play into this vibration. This is hot. This is cool. This is fun. This is a new goal. This is a new challenge. This isn't hard for me. I know how to do this. Yeah. We're going to have excess in savings, debt eliminated, and make more money than ever before. I'm not going to decrease my spending to increase my savings. I refuse. That means we're just earning at a whole new level with a whole new intention. The sun is coming up. Are you ready to go? We can take a ride. We can take it slow. Yo. It's your boy, Paul Fishman, self-love coach and you do you activist, excited to welcome you on the road to self-love. Each week, I'm gonna be joined by a very special guest in my car as we travel, literally and figuratively, on the road to self-love. We're gonna have very candid conversation about life, self-love, business, and so much more, all with the goal of giving you the tools that you need to learn how to love yourself unconditionally. I hope you're ready, so let's get buckled up, because here we go. Oh, hey, self-lovers. Welcome back to another episode of The Road to Self-Love. It's your boy, Paul Fishman, self-love coach and you-do-you activist. So excited for today's episode. But before we jump in, before I tell you anything, I want to make sure that you have registered for my free masterclass, The Paul Strategy, which is happening very, very soon. The reason I created this masterclass is because I consistently receive the same questions. Every single one of my clients, every single one of my followers that has DM'd me on Instagram or sent me an email or written a review for this podcast has said something along the lines of, I struggle with self-confidence. I struggle with self-confidence, negative self-talk, and self-sabotage. And I thought that it was the perfect opportunity for me to put together a masterclass that's going to not only teach you how to develop self-confidence, but also kick the negative self-talk to the curb and foster a life without self-sabotage. All you have to do to register for the masterclass is head to paulstrategy.com. You can watch the cute little video I made that I'm very proud of and find out all about what the Paul Strategy is and how you can utilize it to support loving yourself. If you want to learn how to kick self-sabotage at the curb, if you want to build self-confidence and you want to dismiss the negative self-talk, head to paulstrategy.com and sign up for my free masterclass. Thank you so much for choosing you and saying yes to you and self-confidence. You are worth it. You deserve it. And remember, you are not alone. I am so beyond excited about this episode. I have been sitting on it for a second and I cannot believe that it is in the world ready for you to receive and enjoy and just digest. So this week I am joined by Amanda Francis. She is a money manifestation goddess. She is an online coach. She has a master's in counseling and she has had a wild ride that is her life and I'm so excited for you to hear all about it on this episode. We go deep into reframing your money mindset. We go deep into the concept of what savings is and how to reframe it if savings doesn't sound fun to you. Uh, it was so transformative for me and the way that I view money and I cannot wait for you to hear all that happens in this episode. 
It is a little bit longer than usual because we were driving down the Pacific Coast Highway and I didn't have a place to turn around. So we just kept on driving. It was a beautiful day out and I just had so much fun sharing space with Amanda. Just a reminder, if you want to see us playing road trip games live on your computer screen or cell phone screen, head to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Paul Fishman, and the road trip games and also Amanda's definition of self-love are there for you to watch. Just a friendly reminder, if you have not yet, please consider heading to iTunes and leaving a review for this show. It means the world to me. It helps put this podcast in front of more people, spread our message of self-love and light to more people. And you know that the more people love themselves, the happier place this world will be. So thank you so much for being here. And most importantly, enjoy this episode of The Road to Self-Love. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Road to Self-Love. It's Paul Fishman, self-love coach, you do you activist. And I'm joined by the beautiful, charming, amazing Amanda Francis. And she is just like a goddess when it comes to money (laughs) and like living your best life. I just picked her up at her beautiful Malibu estate. (laughs) And uh, that's like, I I love to have my guests introduce themselves. So go. It's time. How, do I look at the camera? No. Oh, or okay. Just, you know, we're in the car. Like, <laughs> we're in the, we're, we're not, there's out. cameras. We're not mic'd up. Nothing is actually happening. <laughs> okay. Just having a casual conversation. It's very casual. Yeah. Um, I'm Amanda. I have never done an interview that had a video component where I didn't look at a camera. It's going to take... Man, how does carpool karaoke do it? <laughs> it's unclear. <laughs> very unclear. Reddit didn't tell us. We no, tried to We find tried. Out. We okay. tried. But, but it, it was actually like someone driving behind us, someone in front of us, oh. like monitoring our levels. Oh. I'm doing all of it. <laughs> I know. You're the producer. Yeah. <laughs> the director. The, the host. The host. The host. All the everything. things. Um, the personality. The talent. Mm-hmm. I'm Amanda. I am a business mentor, an online business guru of sorts, a many manifestation queen is what they've been calling me for a while now. Um, I create digital courses and online training programs primarily for women and most often for women entrepreneurs. Mm, I love that. And I mean, I, I know the reason that I was attracted to you is you, my friend actually sent me a story of yours and Uh, I do this thing where when someone like inspires me, I just send them a video message. But you were talking about how like you need to create space between you and your clients, especially on Instagram, you know, and I find that like and it was really helpful for me because I then messaged you and you were so thoughtful with with the advice you gave me because I was going through some Instagram Mm -hmm. hate moment Uh, and uh, the worst haters haters going to hate. Right. (laughs) So. I think that what I would love to do is like start with this expansion for people because here on the road to self-love, you know, it's uncensored. It's just, it's unapologetic. It's bumpy at times. Like this is life. Just let's talk about like separating yourself from judgment and shame and just like living your truth. Like how, how do you do that? You do it so well. Well, you're really kind. I think the thing I know the most, the thing, one of the things that's the most true for me is nothing can happen to you that you weren't an energetic match for on some level. So when you can take that radical responsibility, you can just take a hater situation and go, 
what did this bring up in me? What did this remind me of? What did they say that I was afraid was true? And then you have your shit to look at and heal. And then you're not a match for the same thing. You don't mirror the same things anymore. Mm, That like love that advice the most. And, (laughs) and it really helped me because you know, Amanda's like, Hey, I don't know you, but I'm just gonna call you out on your shit immediately. (laughs) (laughs) And and it was beautiful. What did I say exactly? No, that's what you said to me. (laughs) You were just like, basically what, what I know to be true is that you're feeling like the thing that they called you. And you're afraid it's true. Yeah. You're afraid it's true. And and that was, uh, that was authentically how I was feeling in the moment because I just, you know, experienced massive growth and it was really exciting for me. So anyway, um, just with regards to like this truth talk, because here's the thing, when it comes to money, I have, I'm dealing with people who are, are struggling majorly with self-worth, like to the point where they don't even want to invest in a coach. And this is like the, the, the things that I have to break through as a self-love coach dealing with these types of people who, who it just fills me up to empower and inspire them to love unconditionally. But when, with the concept of worthiness, like what does that word bring up for you? And what are like, how have you worked through knowing your worth? Well, it's like, the things tend to be true that we believe are true for us. So my best, I don't know, thought around worthiness is that you're enough because you are. Mm -hmm. Because like, what other reason are we going to give ourselves? You know what I mean? I can say you're like beautifully and wonderfully made and God created you on purpose. I can say all these things, but when Mm -hmm. we get down to it, we'll decide that you're enough because, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So like when you stop looking for reasons to be worthy of the things you want and decide that you're, are they worth? already worthy of it all a whole world of like endless possibilities open up i mean listen i felt that i was worthy to be in your presence and here i am so so you're you're like you're being so kind and i'm like what are you talking about like yeah let's do let's do a tv show let's go let's go so talk to me about like your past a little bit because we know where you are like I've I've just you just dropped on my radar like maybe three weeks ago so I know Amanda Francis present day who just had a 1.2 million dollar launch last month and like experienced all this growth and expansion but what I find to be like a massive like block for especially in this Instagram age is that we look at people where they are right now and start comparing ourselves but like tell me where you've been girlfriend you know I mean everywhere like all the fucking normal places like people act like it just is easy for you because you can make it look easy eight years in. Mm-hmm. Of course I can make it look easy now. I dedicated myself to it every single day yeah. for years. But no, I went through everything everyone went through as far as like the online business building goes. Like posting and hearing crickets. Not understanding why, you're, why your social media isn't getting engagement. Mm-hmm. Like not writing compelling copy. Not speaking from your heart. Not... moving people to action, not giving people a reason to like believe you or trust you or get to know you. Like I just made all the regular online mistakes, I think. Mm. So that meant I wasn't making money. So I was, I mean, I was broke. I don't know. When I started my business, I was living on student student loans and nannying gigs in Dallas, Texas. I didn't know what internet marketing or online branding or digital content creation or any of it was. I'm fully self-taught. I mean, I just wanted it bad enough. I just wanted it bad enough. She wanted it bad enough. So the question to you is, do you want it bad enough? 
Well, Everyone else has a camera. Yeah. Do you, do you want, want it bad? We're at a stop sign door. I'm like, I'm driving. Do you want it bad? <laughs> we're actually in front of a green screen. Amanda was like, I can't be seen in public with you, Paul. <laughs> oh my God. My maintenance guy thought he was the plumber. Yeah, it was the best. I was like, well, I, I was guess like, in you Malibu. You don't look like, no. It, well, he was like, I saw you from behind. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the plumber doesn't have this sweater. We're pretty sure. Yeah, we're pretty sure. So I... You know, I want to dig a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper. You know, we yeah. talked about you being broke. We've talked about these things, but it's just like, what, what was the breaking point for you? <clears throat> what was the point where you're just like, you know, this isn't working or I got to do something different. Like when did you, when did you decide that you had to do something really and focus in and like, when did you say like, I'm done being the nanny. I'm done living on loans. Like where, where, what was the breaking point? I mean, I've had so many breaking points. I think any successful person will have a million rearranging and blowing up and recreating of their own lives. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't just blow up my life and walk away from everything one time. Mm -hmm. I blew up my life and walked away from everything a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So I walked away from Sand Springs, Oklahoma. I walked away from Christianity and ministry. I walked away from, I mean, I mean, I was like working in churches at one point. So I was like, well, I believe in God and being spiritual is part of my life, but I can't do it in this box or bubble anymore or ever again. And then I walked away from academia and my PhD program. I mean, there's been a million times. And then inside the business, you're earning money one way, you're doing the thing one way, and you start going like, I'm capped again. The boundaries and rules and structures I created in my business right now to support me, I have outgrown again. And it's like, I think a continual process of I've had enough. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it differently, like kind of forever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I'll expand on any one of those stories. I, mean, I, just, I can just like, I just see you like from like the waiting to exhale moment, like walking out of Oklahoma and Oklahoma's just like up in flames and like <laughs> the church is like burning. It's just like, like the match you know, behind yeah, me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I can see it. I mean, yeah, I love where I'm from. I love where I'm from. Mm-hmm. I own property in my, what I consider my hometown to be Tulsa. I own property there. I just bought a fourplex there. Like, I have some roots there. Like, I'm, I'm proud of the town I'm from. I'm happy to be from there. But the little tiny town of Sand Springs, Oklahoma, where the good Lord decided to drop me, we don't know why, always felt tiny and suffocating and small-minded. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was always hard. Yeah. My entire life, it felt hard. And <clears throat> I don't know. That doesn't mean you're not grateful for it. That doesn't mean it didn't teach you all the lessons you needed to learn. It doesn't mean that my story might not be better that I get to say, you guys, I'm from a tiny town in Oklahoma and I'm a multimillionaire in Malibu, California. Maybe the story's better because God thought that was a good idea. Yeah. Well, I, I think <laughs> but that, I wasn't all about it. Yeah, but what you said to me is just like, you know, where I was in the small town, like small, simple minded, like it showed you have like. I feel like coming from those types of places, you have this ability to connect with every individual because you've been through all of those struggles. You've been through all of these different like lives and stories. And it's really, really cool to like learn that about you that, you know, it just Mm. always hasn't been Malibu coast, you know? No, it was very much, very much not the Malibu coast. (laughs) I love it. Lots of phases of my life. Um, to say something about that. Yeah, I think this is what I believe. I believe every part and phase of our life will add up for what we're meant to do on the planet if we let it. Mm. So when I like left ministry and then later when I left therapy and like all these different things, like I couldn't have known that like my career would actually be like this culmin- com- 
what's the word? Culmination. Culmination. Of, Culmination. <laughs> of all the things mm-hmm. that I had done along the way. And everyone I know living their dream right now has kind of like let all those pieces be a part of them. Yeah. When you reject parts of you, either where you're from or your past or this or that, it's hard to like, you're lacking power because you're denying mm-hmm. parts of yourself. But when you kind of like own and reconcile it all, and this is all perfect and divine we're just going to move forward with it like I think it all works out and you can talk to lots of different people in lots of kinds of situations I mean okay I was a nanny I was a server I worked at a jewelry store I worked at a bookstore I worked at a sheet metal plant I worked at my hometown newspaper um oh (laughs) this one came up the other night at dinner and my friends were like what I used to go drive a van to the Florida school of the deaf and blind and pick up the children and bring them to church I mean, like, the list of jobs is extreme and insane and random. But, like, I can relate to a lot of people in a lot of situations. Mm. And I do feel like a very normal human who would never treat a server badly. You know what I mean? God bless. Yeah. That's beautiful. So uh, I, I love that. And it kind of it brought up a lot for me what you said about, like, your culmination of all of the things that we've been through. Like, that's exactly how I landed where I am with self-love coaching because I was overweight. I was closeted. I was uh, in $75,000 in credit card debt. I was living my life for other people, like all of these things. And then one day when I was just like, whoa, like looking in the mirror, I, I realized that I'd never truly looked at myself and been like, you're okay. Like, and like be who you are right here and now. Yeah. And I think that that's like when I'm meeting all these entrepreneurs and business owners and people who are like in this space of like loving what they do and loving the impact they're having on people is that it's just like this, you're exactly where you need to be. And like the lessons you need to learn from being born in Oklahoma and the small town are really, really important. So, yeah. you know, I think that like, I love that part of the conversation. So I want to, um, kind of shift gears and I was watching one of your live streams a couple of days ago and you're talking about saving money Mm. and for me like the this has been like literally you reframed it for me in a beautiful way so I want you to touch a little bit on your your idea of saving money okay so I need things to be fun and passionate and inspiring and motivating Mm -hmm. and we all know it's a very like middle class belief that the like ultimate I don't know. The best thing you can be doing with your money is to be saving it. Mm -hmm. So my whole life I heard save money, save money, save money, save money. And it felt boring, (laughs) (laughs) restrictive, not exciting and fun. What was I saving it for? I just could never get into saving money my whole life. I mean, to the point that my business was even making like $50,000 a month. Like we were like, you know, like I, I was moving along. I was moving forward. This is maybe like four or five years ago four years ago. So we're making like $50,000 a month and I'm spending it all and I still have credit card debt. And I was just confirming what I always knew to be true, which was that earning money is a specific intention and vibration, but having money, keeping money, a totally different vibe and being unavailable for debt, meaning living in so much overflow that debt has to cease to exist is a different vibe as well. And in the coaching space, a lot of people teach on earning money and people start having their a month. But I mean, trust me, working with high level people, you'll get people earning like in the six figures a month who haven't cleaned up their belief system around debt or around savings and Mm. have no, no, no money. So what happened for me was 
it was around the $50,000 a month time. It was the summer I was living in Bali. I was, I think, Snapchatting with my friend Andrea Crowder. And Andrea said something like, it's hot to have a fat bank account. And I went, it's hot to have a fat bank account. I can play into this vibration. This is hot. This is cool. This is fun. This is a new goal. This is a new challenge. This isn't hard for me. I know how to do this. We're going to have excess in savings, debt eliminated, and make more money than ever before. I'm not going to decrease my spending to increase my savings. I refuse. That means we're just earning at a whole new level with a whole new intention. Mm. And I did. And I think now, so then, then I got obsessed with it. I was like, I'm getting seven figures in the bank. And I did. Mm. Right. So like, but you know, I'm very goal oriented. oriented. (laughs) (laughs) But like, um, so now I don't think of it as saving and I don't teach it around saving. I teach it around stacking the cash for fun. Like, let it add up for fun and get really comfortable in your body, in your mind, in your energy, in your thoughts. Get comfortable with having money. So many people can get comfortable with earning, and that's, like, you know, one level, and that's great. We want everyone to be comfortable earning. But when they think of having, they think someone's going to take it away. They think it's all going to go to the IRS. Their family can't know it's possibly sitting there. All this other stuff, mm-hmm. which isn't harder to disprove than the stuff around earning. It's just a lot of people haven't done it. Yeah. So then you get comfortable with the vibes of having money and it like everything is to change. But then you get comfortable with the vibes of overflow and just excess more than enough, more than I could ever spend, save, do any, whatever with. And that's a whole new energy mm-hmm. where you can invest and buy real estate. I mean, and it just it only gets better and better. So what's the first step? Of having money or earning money, the keeping having vibe? I would say the keeping having vibe. I would look at when you think about, just play with it. Just use your imagination. You know, energy follows imagination. When you think thoughts of like, oh, I have $30,000 in the bank. Or maybe it's five hundred. Who cares? Whatever it is that seems like a next level for you. When you think that thought, what comes up for you? Mm. Is it, that's not possible? That's not safe. It's going to get taken away. Like, what is limiting belief there? And sometimes, I don't think we always have to know where it came from. Sometimes it's nice to go, does this remind me of anything? Or do I know where this came from? And it could be something your mom taught you, a bad thing you saw happen to someone, whatever. Sometimes it's nice to explore where where it came from. But whether you know where it came from or not, now you have a lie to disprove. All limiting beliefs are just lies. And there's another more truthful, more positive thought available. I mean, thank you so much. I will, I will, I will Venmo you for the invoice. Like, how much does this cost? See, and I really am benefiting. Free for your yeah, viewers. Fear for my viewers and free for me. So it's really cool because I'm, I'm at that space where I'm making more money than I ever thought was possible for myself. Right. And I'm expanding that. And now, like when you said those words, when I was watching your live stream, I was like, okay, I have to get comfortable because of coming from this, the mindset of living in debt and which yeah. I did for such a long time, yeah. I was like, oh, I have all this money, but I just have to give it to someone else. And it was really hard for me to reframe around that. So it really, you know, fought so hard and my my life was shattered I had to move back in with my parents all this stuff because Mm -hmm. you know I had to have the Gucci and I didn't have a Gucci budget so (laughs) there's lots of underlying stuff that I'll talk about later I think a perfect time to play a road trip game and I want to let's see what game do I want to play with you 
uh, because I love playing the story game, but I've been playing that a lot lately. So I think what we're going to do is we are going to play the association game. This is going to be fun. Have you ever played the association game before? <laughs> no, but I have a master's in counseling. Okay. I can only imagine what associations come up. Okay. So <laughs> basically we're going to, we're going to start with a word and then you're going to say the first thing that comes to your mind associated with the word that I say. Okay. Oh, man. And we're just going to have the most fun and see where it takes us. Okay. okay? I'm so ready. Okay. So I'm just going to. Slash slightly scared. Okay. Well, how about this? Do you want to start? So that you No, can... no, no. No, you... no okay. let's play. Show me how. Okay. Great. Okay. So I'm going to say money. Everything. And then you're. And everything. Oh, that was the word you like. Everything. <laughs> um, magic. Mm, me. Goddess. <laughs> Also me. <laughs> memes. Memes. I kind of understand the internet, but I don't always understand the internet. <laughs> it's a crazy world out there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was my association with the internet. Huh? <laughs> huh? Wait, is it my turn now? <laughs> yes. Oh, wait. So we're going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You were so saying... it's not just you and then me responding. You're responding to mine and yes, I'm responding to yes, yours over and over yes, and over again. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And I was, we were doing a great job and you didn't even know it. I know. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to start. Things just came natural yeah, to us. Yes. We're <laughs> okay, just going to so. start over then. Okay. okay. I so like I'm, that. I'm ready. Okay. Great. Uh, Malibu. Palm tree. Beach. Ocean. Calming. From the storm. Rain. Mm. Cleansing. Hillary Duff. <gasps> I've been watching The Younger. How did you know? We're connected. <laughs> Nico Tortorella. Hottest guy ever. I am dying. Where is mine, God? Where is mine, God? Where's my non-binary, gender-conforming <laughs> man when I need him? Um, well, I think we made it. I think that was great. We had, we had, we had great, you know, we, it was, it was a short run, but we'll, we'll have some more opportunity. So, well, I think this is a great, great thing to talk about. And I want to, I'm hoping that you'll get a little vulnerable with me because we, in the, we've talked a lot, you talk a lot about money, like this is your, your thing. And then you just talked about man and like, where's your man? So, so where, where is my man? Where is your man? So where here's my, my question for you. Okay. Well, you know, I find, I find that manifestation in itself and really just like these concepts that we learn about business, it's really easy to compartmentalize. So for instance, like we can compartmentalize all of the work that I've done in my business, but for some reason I have a really hard time bringing it into my personal life or vice versa. So where, where do you think the disconnect is for a lot of people in bringing, like being really successful in one side of the spectrum, for instance, like, you know, I have a client who is really phenomenal in business, but, it, but really has some like physical goals that they want to reach, but for some reason is really struggling applying the same concept. So like what, what's going on there? Oh, I think we have different limiting beliefs and different silly ideas in different areas. I don't think any of the areas are any different than any of the other areas. <coughs> like, okay, I'll give examples. So like I have the belief that isn't a bad belief, but can be looked at in a way that doesn't serve me that like, I want men to pursue me, right? And that's not a bad belief. And I'm allowed to have that preference and I'm allowed to want that unless it debilitates me and puts me in a victim place where I'm not taking action, showing up and being open. Mm. I would never not take action, show up and be open with my job. Are you kidding me? So I'm gonna tell a good story and it's extra good because it's from yesterday. Ooh. And if the man sees it, you know, we're just gonna apologize, whatever. No need to apologize, <laughs> thank you next. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so this is really good. Um, no, it's not bad about him. I'm just gonna whatever. I won't be embarrassed. I kind of am missing the embarrassment gene, I think, for the most part. But anyway, powerful. So okay, so my friend Christy Bailey, who I know from my friend Katrina Ruth, is an online coach, and Christy wrote this great post about creating an opening, about how we create openings in our business all day long, but we won't create openings for men. And she told this great story about how she was at the DMV. She saw this guy. She genuinely in her soul wanted to talk to him. And instead of telling a story that he had to talk to her first, she created an opening. And the opening was something like, how long have you been waiting in line? And then he, from there, he did kind of take on the masculine role, the traditional masculine role, and very much take the lead for the rest of the night. But she gave him an opening. And I loved it because it was so simple, so clean. And it gave me an action step that embodied the energy of openness. It's always about how we be more it is than what we do. But if I'm having a hard time being a way because of my stories, a doing can shift me, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is just going on in my mind during the day yesterday. I'm like, huh, create an opening. This is interesting. So then I'm driving down the road. Well, it's kind of a longer story than that. I'm craving this certain salad. Uh Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to make my point viewers at home, but I'm craving a certain salad. And um, I go to the Sun Life Organics in Malibu. They don't have my salad. I'm like, I have to go to the Sun Life Organics in the Pacific Palisades and find my salad. So I go to the other Sun Life Organics and on the way, I'm like, I'm just going to be in a really good energy. I'm going to think of everything I'm appreciating about men in my life right now. And so I'm like, I really enjoyed how this exchange went this way. And I really enjoyed, enjoyed this comment, this thing, this, that. I'm just in good appreciative energy, only looking at what I want, having the time of my life driving down the road. These are all good vibes, right? Just like we're having right now, the time of our lives. Time of our lives. Okay. So then I get to the Pacific Palisades and the Sun Life Organics does not have my salad. Uh. Disaster. <laughs> But I buy a peanut butter protein bar. So I'm sitting on a bench with my peanut butter protein bar. And I look around me and I'm like, there are men everywhere. I'm like, God, are there always men everywhere? And I'm just not looking. I'm like, there's attractive men everywhere. And instead of my mind going, well, no one ever approaches you or talks to you in LA anyway. Why is this so hard? La, 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 la. Whatever other ridiculous story Uh I probably could Uh have came up with at that moment. I went, God, who do we create an opening for today? Love it. Right? So I look around and there's lots of different cute men, like two guys having this little business meeting. There's a lot going on. But I noticed this guy with a great beard and like good build and really tall, like sitting at the bar inside a restaurant I really like. And I was like, why don't I just go in there? So, but I was feeling a little like nervous Uh and stalkerish at the same time. So I go in, like I'm going to the bathroom and I like look through this like little glass window thing between like the bathroom hall and like the bar area. And I'm like, okay, no ring. There's a seat next to him. He's talking to the bartender. I'm like, okay, we got this. So I go in there and I'm like, hi, Mr. Bartender, can I please place it to go order? They're out of my salad next door. And he's like, yeah, of course you can place it with me. Then I look at the cute guy. And I'm like, do you mind if I sit here? And he's like, no, not at all. And guess what? Mm. He had a British accent. Oh, I mean. Which is my thing. I had no idea. But this it was, is. It's oh, one of my things. It's amazing. I mean, we want. Well, that's great. Is that a bit of, that was a horrible British accent. <laughs> my name is Paul Fishman. No. <laughs> I can't do it at all. Okay, perfect. But what was really, really great about it is um, I finally, very recently, like in the past week, finally made like a husband desires list. Mm. I mean, I've been kind of putting off, like actually locking it in for yeah. a minute now. 
I made my list and it says British accent or another really fucking hot accent. Beautiful. <laughs> so all of my friends are like, how is it the first time you try to create an opening? You get a British accent. I was like, because the universe wanted to give me a little like go girl, yeah. you know, a little sign. That's amazing. Well, about the, the husband list, uh-huh. I made a list of 58 things. 58 I think mine things. has a hundred. I'll show you the list when we get yeah, to my house. I can't wait to see it. And 58 <laughs> of these things. And seven days later, I met my husband. Stop. Yeah. And he has all, every single one. It was part of my wedding vow. It's like every single one of those so things. Good. Yeah. So sometimes we just have to get clear, you know? Clarity, man. But clarity and owning it. You mm-hmm. can't make the list and then go back to all your stories about how it's impossible oh, and goodness. not working and it's so hard. Yeah, you know? the stories we tell ourselves. Oh, they're, they're wild. They're wild and crazy kids. So I was just sitting at this bar having this great conversation, waiting for my filet mignon to be ready for me to take home. And it was so easy. And he got my number and I was like, this is easier and better than dating apps. I just need to be in my normal routine creating openings Mm. which all the feminine relationship coach people say to be open but i don't think i felt what that meant but create an opening put me in the vibe of it yeah yeah and the cool thing about this is that you can apply to anything you know you can apply apply to opening for a business you can be open for a coach you can be open for like whatever you want you can the, the money so i love that be this open, the, then be create open. your opening. Yes, and then op- open doors. It's like that Take thing. Take your little action that, step, boo-boo. A, another free thing you gave me. I wonder who's going to pay me today. I Every time I say it and wonder, today. it happens, and it's very cool. And it might not happen in the constraints that I want it to, but it happens. But it's a good, it's never a bad vibe it's to wonder who's going to pay you today. Yeah, I, I mean, wonder. There's lots of more specific vibes always, but it's not a bad one. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> What would you tell someone? So this is a very selfish question on my behalf because <laughs> every time an interviewer says, "What would you tell someone?" Yeah. I'm like, "So you're asking yeah, about no, something no, no. you need?" You're asking for a friend. <laughs> um, so I'll tell you, my biggest struggle I have in my business is so many people want support when it comes to self love, and we talked about, a little bit about worthiness, but they and they're they're just either too scared to ask. Like, there are probably a bunch of people listening right now who are either like, oh my God, Amanda, goddess need her in my life, or oh my gosh, Paul, I've been following him forever. I really want to reach out for support, but A, I don't think I deserve it. B, I don't think I can afford it. Like, what do you tell people with those types of limiting beliefs? Because it it's it's just a thing that is coming in, is in my world all day, every day. Well, I mean, it all starts with you. It's not anyone's favorite answer, but it all starts with you. Like. When you believe in you, you give a lot of other people permission to believe in you. When you believe in your work, you give a lot of other people permission to believe in your work, you know? Mm. So, like, if there's someone you want to work with or someone you want to reach out to, like, I kind of believe there's a version or a form that it can be done in almost any at any time. Like, I guess there's some people that that wouldn't be true for, but, like, in my world, we have between $7 offers and $100,000 offers. I'm always making things accessible and creating payment plans and extending payment plans and like just working this shit out for people. Like, I don't know. I think and say this, the person you want to reach out to is nothing like me and whatever they have is extremely unaccessible. I just live with this default opinion that there is always a solution of the highest good always. Mm -hmm. And as my friend Stefan says, he says all doors are open. Mm. 
Oh, yes. Everywhere we go, everything he, we do, he's like, Amanda, all doors are open. And we aren't even creating openness because all the doors are already open. <laughs> That's so, how he sees it. Yeah, I, I need to practice creating openness. But yeah, maybe for some people right now, Amazing. all doors are open. Amazing. Well, <laughs> I have another road trip game that I want to play with okay, you. I play this with every single person. And um, just like I said before, self-love is uncensored. So we are playing my favorite game, mm-hmm. Fuck, Mary Kill. But we are playing it with inanimate objects or <laughs> concepts because you know ain't nobody got time for a PR nightmare. Okay, so, so who do you fuck? Who do you marry? Who do you kill? Do you kill? I don't it, know if I've ever played this. I okay. think I've only seen this on TV. Great, but it's not with people. We're gonna fuck, marry, kill, manifestation, money, and men. <laughs> Wait, I can't marry and fuck men. No. Nope. Okay. Ah. <laughs> oh. Okay, men, manifestation, and money. I marry money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. I, f- wait. This is hard. I can't kill men or kill manifestation. Well, you gotta choose. This shows the real desires of your heart. Because yeah. I would marry money, fuck manifestation, and kill men if I had to choose. <laughs> there we go. And here's the life I've yeah. created. Uh-huh. Well, it's recorded and, and it's forever <laughs> done. send this to a therapist somewhere. Like, <laughs> Listen, here's I, can, I can help you through this. It all starts from within. It starts from when you're a very young little girl. Uh, well, and, no, let's go there. And okay. my mom said to me when I was very little, Amanda, go to college, get a good job, make a lot of money, and you will never have to be dependent on a man. Yeah. I believed her. And well, then wait, I was like, but now I want to Yeah, man. and now you want, but then you also have this belief <laughs> that you have to have the men come to you because at the baseline, here you are thinking that you don't need a man, but like they are going to need you because that's what she conditioned you to think. Oh, man. I think, uh, I think we can have it all. Mm-hmm. And I think in my belief was the idea for a very long time that a man or a relationship would take away from me, my independence, my personality, my desires. And my relationships haven't been that mm-hmm. way. I've had relationships that very much supported me. Mm-hmm. But I think, I don't know, I think in this little season I've been in right here, my season of singleness, there has been a major detox of a lot of wild ideas around Ooh. having it all. Tell me about a wild idea. That, like, you can't possibly have the love of your life who is as wildly successful and interesting and supportive and all the things and have all the money. That, like, something's going to have to decline or break away or the other shoe's going to drop. And I don't want to say anything bad about anyone in the industry because this works for a lot of people, but I'm not trying to do the retire your husband vibe. I'm not, I don't want a guy to work for my business. I have a team. They're great. I need someone with their own passions and dreams. And just like what I want, I haven't seen modeled and that's been hard, but what I have in business, I had never seen modeled. I made it up. So I think it's just an opportunity for radical creation. Radical creation. Yeah. Amazing. So if like everything you're saying is just like, buzzing high vibe with anyone who's watching this like where's a good place to start with the amanda francis just like life the amanda francis life um well come a couple things i have the boss lady meditation series that's free i can give you links to get them right yeah yeah so you get my wealthy woman meditation my calling in the cash money meditation my elevate my elevation meditation like i think there's six meditations people love these you can have those for free you can also go to amandafrancis.com slash money and grab a bunch of my free money-making resources. That's a good one. 
And then I'm XO Amanda Francis on the Facebook and the Instagrams mm, and the amazing. Twitters and, and all the, the things. Twitters and all the things. Yeah. So, so I love that, that like free, it, you're giving free resources. Like that for me is someone who lives in abundance mindset and not scarcity. Like I love giving stuff away for free. I'm so stoked that you do too. And, um, I want to like, I, this question I also ask everyone who comes on the show, okay. uh, I realized that we drove really, really far and I'm going to have another like 40 minutes of driving with you. And so I, you and might we, as well just keep we, filming. We might as well just keep on filming. <laughs> but, um, but my, long episode. Yeah, long episode. It's beautiful. You're welcome. Um, no, thank you. I received. <laughs> I received the most. Um, so what does self-love mean to you? Oh, what does self-love mean to me? I don't know. I think it's, when we teach it often, you know, we get people to remember to sleep well, drink water, and get a manicure. But it's really how you feel when you're alone with yourself. It's like really, your, I think it's mostly your relationship with you yeah. and all the voices in your head. Uh, like, how are you then? Yeah. And we're all kind of a hot mess then, but that's okay. But are you looking at the fears, doubts, and all the things that go on really inside your own self when you're just with you? Ooh, that's so good. And I, what I loved about you said is like, you know, we tell people to do all these things and all the things you said were self-care moments. It has nothing to do with self-love. Okay. But the thing with self-love and self-care is they go hand in hand. Yeah. If you're going and you're getting a manicure and all the voices in your head are saying like negative crappy shit about you then yeah. like that's not self-care at all that's just like you getting a manicure while thinking poorly about yourself you know yeah. while like, torturing yourself yes <laughs> so what else can we talk about and there's like there we've talked about where you've been we've talked about let, let's talk about where you're going because mm. i want to know all of that <laughs> like what's next for amanda francis um okay so one of the big intentions of last year coming into this year too is to like continue to expand my influence. So I think a lot of people show up online with their businesses and some focus on like influence and some focus on income. And I always focused on both, you know? Mm -hmm. I was always growing an audience while making more money, but never telling the limiting belief that the size of the audience had to do with how much money I could make, right? Yep. So I always made, was always making a lot of money for the audience size, but somehow capping the audience growth. and I. I had to blow all that up. I was like, no, we need to be massively influential on the Instagrams, the Facebooks, all the places. So I think I want like millions of followers to be very honest with you. I want millions of followers. I need to be on TV. This is obvious. I have a, um, a show creator that I've been working with Amazing. for like probably a year that's been pitching me to things and like moving things forward. Um, I have a new publicist who I love who's all about the sponsorship vibes and is in really fun talks with different companies for me to be like a spokesperson. Love I it. just think the more well, and we have to get unapologetic about this because there's nothing like, just like earning a lot of money, there's nothing arrogant or greedy or wrong about it. Like, I think the more places my face is, my voice is, and my message is, the better. Yeah. And I just, you have to see it that way like if you have something to say and something that needs to be heard then like at some point it just has to not be about you and like what are you actually doing this for mm. you know 
Well, first of all, like, thank you for being so open about your desire to have influence and have more followers. Like, I think that's something that's like, there's a, there's this like shame culture built around like wanting to have more influence and like mm-hmm. wanting to grow a following. And what I love about it, it's, it's, it's not founded in this belief that you have to have more followers to make more money no. because I, you know, I have like at this point in time, I have 22,000 followers and I'm doing really, really great. And you have, you know, 300 plus thousand followers and you're doing really, really great. And that's like where we have to live in this space that you can have 500 followers and be doing really, really, really great. I had 30,000 followers making seven figures. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, it was never, it was never about the income. You get to have the money you desire because you do. And you get to have the following you desire because you do. And you do a lot better if you don't relate them. Mm -hmm. Just decide what you want in each area. Yeah. So, so that's the first thing. So like sitting down and deciding what you want, does that look like just like sitting down with a piece of paper and writing out all the things that like come to mind? For me, the getting clear on what you want exercise is usually along the lines of if I could have anything and no one would be mad at me and everything would work out, what would I want? And no one would be mad at me. Because typically we're not telling ourselves what we really want because we think people are going to be mad at us or it's not going to work. But if it was going to work no matter what and they weren't going to be mad at us no matter what, then what would you want? You know? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. The stories we tell ourselves. It's funny how like... I'd say 99.9% of the reason that we're holding ourselves back is because of what we think others are going to think about us. Oh, totally. And no one's worried about you. Mm-mm, they're too worried about what you're thinking of them. <laughs> That's what I love to say. You know, worry less about what you're thinking, what others are thinking of you and more about what you're thinking of others. Mm. It's really important. No, that's true. Um, and what I have found is the people, people always have a few people in their head. It's an ex-boyfriend's mom, an English teacher from ninth grade, and some other random person from our life that follows us on Facebook that we're wondering about what they specifically are mm-hmm. thinking. And, like, I have found through many years of doing this, either they're not paying attention or they're proud of you. They think it's cool. The rare occasion that they're wildly upset and pisses them off, well, I mean, who cares? Uh, (laughs) Like, you know? But most people, it won't. But when it does, at least you're doing something with your life. This is true. I actually have been working through that belief a lot and that story with the last girl that I ever dated because Mm. the way that I like the way that I had to get out of the relationship I was 25 26 we were living together I had gone into this pattern of emotionally eating I gained 75 pounds she really didn't know you were gay it's unclear (laughs) um I mean regardless you know (laughs) I mean do are we sure are we sure listen I've like come out of my shell a little yeah, bit, no, like I'm literally sure, figuratively. I'm sure, I'm sure. But, but at the same time, like, you know, I was also working at Louis Vuitton and Cartier. So it's just mm. like there, you know, so regardless of that, like the I signs have, may have been the, there. The signs <laughs> may have been there, but the, the point of the story is that like right now at this point in my life, like I still like come up with this, like, because I'm like you, I want to be her. I want to be known as the voice of self-love, the voice of like, mm-hmm. um, empower, I want to empower and inspire humanity to love unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure that with the, some of the podcasts I've been on and just like the opportunities I've had that I have come across her radar, you know, sure. she, she's, she's not her, unaware, right. She's not unaware that the catalyst for me loving myself was leaving her, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, I, 
experienced lots of guilt. I experienced mm. lots of shame. Mm. Like, do I need to, because I, she was home visiting her dying grandfather and that's when I packed up and I left and I'm an asshole. You I did a coward move. I did, yeah. a, I did do a coward move. But you had to get yourself back out. Right. And, and, and like, I admit that and I own up to it. And it's like 10 years later, do I, like, I sometimes get hit with this, like, oh, I need to go talk to her about it. I need to send her an email or I need to shoot her a text message, like randomly, like, hey, but it's like, because I feel guilt about telling the story. And it's, and for me, like, do, uh, there, it's like split 50-50 down, like the people that I talk to. 50% are just like, you need to leave it alone. That was 10 years ago. Like, re stepping back into her life is only gonna bring up pain for her. But, you know, maybe, yeah, yeah. well, see, that was 50% and the other 50% lie with you. So what would be your advice? What would Amanda Francis do? I would say, while you can send a note, the more important thing is the energetic note. Mm -hmm. Meaning like this, I'm just going to be wooey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, has, have you inside of yourself, inside of your heart, sent to her heart and her soul and her being the information that you're so sorry mm-hmm. that you didn't know what the fuck you were doing, but you had to break away and it was never her. Mm-hmm. And you were always going to love Matt and whatever else it was. Have you cleared it up inside of yourself and <clears throat> expressed it outward? Have you done a meditation with your soul and her soul? I haven't done a meditation with our souls. I have written like many letters to her yeah. in journals and yeah. like energetically sent them. And, yeah. and when I did that, it felt a lot better. Uh, I think it's just like, you know, I was just recently on Caitlin Bristow's podcast yeah. and like, I'm like, okay, a million people are hearing this. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's absolutely. So it's just like me. It's like, going to get to her at some point. Yeah. So, and it's like, is it because we, I, I, I think I would send my physical note, but you have, okay. A couple of things, you know, this, you have to forgive yourself inside of yourself yes. because you need to forgive yourself yes. period. Like, and no one can do that for you, no matter what she says. So her response is, you have to get to a place where her her response is irrelevant, Mm -hmm. but you can say the words you need to say to know you said them. Mm -hmm. And this is what I do with all of my clients who are like wishy-washy. I'll be like, okay, I'll send them and I'll be like, hi, I've been holding space for you for five days per our conversation. Right now, I'm energetically releasing you. If you want to come to me, that's great. But if not, like... I I no longer have, I'm no longer energetically holding space for you. And what it does, it really helps me create openness for someone. And it works Mm -hmm. every time because, because I'll be like, Hey, you know, like, and then the next day or maybe the next five minutes, I'll receive an application from someone who's really ready to do the work. Totally. I've never sent that note, but I've done that exercise a lot, a lot of times. Yeah. Normally me sending the note is just like me, like hoping that potentially it'll trigger them to think about it in a different light, you know, like totally. I don't, I like the note. I like the thing. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Well, it's got the Amanda Francis approved (laughs) on it, so I can do it. Okay. (laughs) You can do whatever you want. But I don't, I think it would be nice to send this girl a note just to know you did everything you, you could. And then if she has anything she needs to say to you, you gave her the space. Yeah. But I don't know. Have you had the experience of you write that letter you never send, or maybe you have a dream about someone, kind of like you just said, and it, it clears, it shifts, it moves. Mm-hmm. Like on some level, she knows. Yeah, she knows. But on the physical plane, will it bring comfort to hear words? It's very possible. It's very possible. Or I it... don't think it would bring pain, though. You sending a loving, I'm so sorry, isn't about bringing pain. If that brings pain, then it, she already has the healing to do anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. you can hurt her more by sending a loving note. Yeah. 
So this is just, you know, I love, I love filming in the car because I feel like there's just like this safe, vulnerable space around like being in the car, like having a conversation with someone. And I love how like vulnerability comes up. So it's time for you to start crying. Like we need you to get vulnerable about something. Come I on. said so many things. <laughs> no, Nothing I just has made me cry yet. I do cry on camera all the time. Have you seen me cry on camera? Um, I have not. Um, Never I've, during an interview, but sometimes I'll just be riffing and looking at the camera, and I, it like it's happened so many times. That, I love that because I use uh, for for my clients, I use Marco Polo as uh, it's this video voicemail app. So like you leave a video and then the person. Oh, I love Marco Polo. And I yeah. use that because first of all, I need to keep my text messages and my messenger apps like clear. Yeah. That, um, it just like things get lost in there, but also like. I just love watching people talk through their stuff and start crying. And then they'll be like, okay, well actually you don't need to respond. Like I talked through all of it. And like, yeah, and I'm, you know, like yeah. it's, it's really, really fun and really, really powerful. Oh, yeah. And so, and that's what takes me back to like the mirror work that I have a lot of my clients do. Do mm. I love making people look at themselves in the mirror and say things like, I love and accept you. And I give myself permission to be okay with where I am. And really like the present tense journaling moment, we're writing out what we want as if we already have it. And then saying it to ourselves, like, and it's just fun because I had this one client who she was like, I can't say these words straight. Like she would always start singing the words. And I was like, we got to break through this. <laughs> but, but I mean, or just record it and make it a new like mantra album, you know? So, That's so cute. Uh, uh, we all have so many funny things inside of so ourselves. So many funny things inside of ourselves. Funny so you have the following. That's like your big next step. So that's like your, your millions and millions of followers is like, yeah, I mean, I think like we think things are wrong. You know, we think money is wrong. Wealth is wrong. We think fame is wrong. Like mm -hmm. why? Fame is just a lot of people knowing you. Why is that wrong? Yeah. Like influence is just being influential and hopefully for something meaningful. Yeah, and it's being trustworthy. Right. People trust you. They trust. It's it's yeah. funny. I, I sometimes forget about that people are always watching and wondering what I'm doing. And, and like uh, a lot of my clients, they come to me because I have the weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. They come to me because they want to lose weight. And I found that the first step to losing weight is loving yourself as you are right here and now. And, and that is like, that's my story because I came out, I got out of that relationship. And then within two weeks I'd lost 20 pounds. It was emotional oh, weight that just fell, fell off, off. Of me, just fell off of me, which was really cool. So I'll forget that like people are coming to me to lose weight and they're just like watching me in stories and I'm just like chowing down on dessert, you know, those things. And they're like, wait, but like, I thought you like help people manifest weight loss. And I'm like, yeah, I love myself as I am and I know that I deserve dessert and want it really bad. And if I don't do it, the energy of denying myself is going to do more of a disservice. Totally. So I think I just want to like chat more about energetics and the thoughts and the mind. And, totally. And so let's talk more about that. I had, it was funny. I was talking to this guy last night that my friend set me up with that we're supposed to go on a date and he was like, how's your launch going? I was like, oh, it's going great. And I was like, and I sent him a picture of my filet mignon that I ordered from the bar in the mm -hmm. previous story mm -hmm. and my laptop and I sent it to him and he was like, is that a filet mignon? I was like, well, yeah, I'm not sitting around eating bad food. And he was like, well, I mean, a steak's not bad unless you eat it more than three times a week. And I was like, I meant bad as in low quality. A steak is never bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Unless you know, eating animals is against like your worldview, right. but like, I don't view, and this comes up with my girlfriends a lot. I don't view any food as bad. Mm. There is not a food that is bad. There is food that doesn't sit with me quite as well. There is food that doesn't seem to be digested as easily, but I think those are often beliefs and mindsets and stories we've been told anyway, yeah. but they're not bad. And I think, 
like love yourself and you want to feel good and you want to have energy, you find yourself gravitating towards certain things. But I don't think that makes other things not okay. I literally, this I don't know why, when I'm about to start my period, I crave Cheetos. Like you've never seen, I just want a bag of Cheetos. It's the wildest sure. thing. And you better believe I drove my G-Wagon to a Malibu gas station, parked in front, got out, grabbed a bag of Cheetos, and then grabbed a bag of cheddar and sour cream ruffle chips, put them both on the counter. The total came to $8.08, so I knew I was in alignment, and ate those Cheetos on the way back home, and then passed my house so I could have more time in the car with my Cheetos. And I do not believe at all that that means I'm going to gain a pound. And I mean, first of all, like, I just want to note that you bought two bags of chips for $8, like only in Malibu. Oh, right. so beautiful. That part I didn't realize. I was Sorry. Like, no. I'm in the world I'm in. Yeah, beautiful. And, and that's great because you live in your world and you own it. And I that's, totally own it. That, and I think that that's like the, like this message that I've just received from like the conversation we have is just like owning what you want, owning what you need and knowing that like energetically you're putting this food into your body and it's the exact food that you want and you have to own that instead of feeling guilt and shame around it right. which is then going to create the energy in your body to then function from shame well here's what i think about i don't know i had a friend say something like this to me years ago and it stuck with me she's like if you're craving chocolate and you sit down and you indulge the chocolate and you embrace the chocolate and you love the chocolate, you can get the healing the, cho the chocolate was trying to give you that your body was trying to get. If you judge yourself mm -hmm. out, she basically said you can judge yourself out of the healing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why would I judge myself out of the Cheeto moment that was fulfilling at the moment? Do I want to eat Cheetos every day of the week? No. What is in them? Why are they orange? This is probably not a good idea. But like... But it doesn't have to mean anything, you know? Yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't have to mean anything. It doesn't have to mean anything that you want what you want what you want. It just yeah. has to mean something for you. Totally. Ooh, we totally. are preaching moment. And do you just want, I mean, I think this is easy for me because I, like, I'm a woman with girlfriends who are all, like, I have a lot of really adorable girlfriends uh -huh. who are very well-versed in manifestation. So we talk about the stories everyone tells themselves around body so image and weight. But, like, the, it's just it's just wild to me that the people who just really, really believe that their body can metabolize anything seem to have bodies that metabolize anything. And the people who are like, well, you know, dairy, um, yeah. such a problem, seem to just, like, intensify their issue with dairy. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't think this is, like, my area of expertise that I'm the most well-versed on, but my theory that I'm pretty convinced of is that your body just like your mind and your money and your love and your world and all your circumstances is just responding to you all the time yes your thoughts your feelings your energy and your conclusions oh my goodness. about cheetos and ice cream yeah you know i i just have to like because i i want to to share my story around like food and how i've I was, and I think it also aligns a lot with how I wasn't speaking my truth, but along around the same time that I, I was constipated for my entire life until I, mm. I came out. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. You couldn't process. Mm -hmm. mm. But I was also, but also like when I came, came out, I also decided to cut dairy out of my life. And then it was just like, everything was flowing. It was amazing. I felt good in my body and mm -hmm. it really hasn't been an issue ever since. So it's like, so did you work dairy back in? Or no, did you decide it wasn't right for you? No, I actually, I'm plant-based now. 
So it's like that, that feels the most right for me in my right body, uh-huh. uh, especially like, and I went back and forth, like before I was self-love coach, I was a fitness instructor, a personal trainer, nutrition coach. So it's like, I had to live this life that really just, first of all, I was teaching 11 spin classes a week. So my body needed a lot of fuel and I just couldn't get that without animal products. But mm. then now it's just my, my body resonates at a different level and energetically I feel a lot better when I don't eat animal products and that's what works for me totally and I think I've been there I think it continues to change and evolve forever Mm -hmm. there's things okay like I can't have caffeine right now Mm -hmm. it's been made very clear that I can't have caffeine Mm -hmm. I could probably do mindset work around it Mm -hmm. and get myself to have some caffeine but whatever I'm just not having caffeine right now but I don't imagine it will last forever Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I think sometimes different things are required at different up levels and they can shift and change as well. Yeah, and it's really just your why. Like, what's your why behind it? And 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 the thing is, is that I sit for a long time and I try and figure out why are things happening? Like, why is this happening to me right now? I used to do that. I don't really do it much anymore. Now I just, like, take it as the lesson. I know that the reason that I was in that relationship that we talked about was to, to teach me that I need to speak up and I need to not sacrifice myself for others. It doesn't, not only doesn't serve me, but it doesn't serve anyone around me. And I think that this is a powerful lesson for every single person to take away that like the second you stop sacrificing yourself for other people is the second that you are finally going to be able to step into the truth that you've always wanted for yourself and it's just one of those things that it's real it's a really hard pill to swallow because we live this life of wanting to be validated you know we live this life of of wanting to to just be something that someone is going to follow and like and comment on and like I think that the to reframe it the way that you did about like just wanting to have influence and wanting to be seen as someone who's trustworthy is way more important than wanting the likes and the follows and the comments but with that you know so it's 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 like what are you building and Mm -hmm. what are you creating Mm -hmm. like what i don't know like who are you being in the world and what can be people expect from you like it's yeah it's never about likes or followers for me Mm -hmm. it's always about the message and the intention and like the I'm building a brand that's based on truth, you know? Mm-hmm. A brand that's based on truth. And I it love is it. a brand. Yeah. And that but was, it's not, you know? And it was so cool because that was, made up that was one of the first things that you ever said to me. You were like, here's what I know to be true. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what's my truth? Like, like what, what do I know to be true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. what do I know to be true? And, and uh, I think that's so beautiful. So... We've made it to 60 minutes of chatting and I could chat for you for, with you forever, but I'm just going to, to wind this down. And I really would love for you to tell everyone where they can find you. Like, where can we find you? Where can we just like find out the truth that is Amanda Francis? The truth that is in Amanda Francis is all over the interwebs. All over the interwebs. <laughs> so I'm XO Amanda Francis on Facebook and Instagram and, um, so XO Amanda F R A N C E S, and then I also have a YouTube and a Twitter. Like I said, you can search Amanda Francis on YouTube. My website is amandafrancis.com, and I Insta story all day long. All day long. You also have a podcast, right? <gasps> oh, and she rises the fuck up the <laughs> podcast. The podcast, amazing. I'm gonna link everything in the description in okay. the show notes. Thank you so much for being here, Amanda. Thank you you guys, for having me. It was so fun. It wasn't. If you like this, please make sure to rate and review on iTunes. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Give it a big thumbs up. Leave a comment. And as always, please share The Road to Self Love on Instagram. Screenshot it. Share it. Because remember, if you 
took away something powerful from this, everyone in your life is going to take something even more powerful away. And you can be the leader to spread this message. So make sure to follow me at Paul Fishman, share it at Paul Fishman, at XO Amanda Francis, and at The Self Love Show. And we will see you next time on the road to self-love. Bye, Bye. friends. See you next time. <laughs>